Yisrael Besser is with us live via telephone. He's contributing editor at Mishpacha magazine and uh, wrote the most recent article in Mishpacha about um, Donald Trump, an article entitled uh, Playing to Win. Uh, the cover story had a, um, a cover headline on the magazine, Talking with Trump, Can He Close the Deal of a Lifetime? Yisrael Besser, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. It's always nice to be here. I appreciate that. Welcome to the show. Have you been with Mishbacha since its uh, founding? Not since its inception, but I came uh, on board about uh, 10 years ago, about oh. a year and a half into it. Oh, it's around for a while, huh? It's been about 12 years now. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Uh, how did it get an exclusive interview with uh, Donald Trump? That's a great question. Uh, it's it's uh, it's a great, not only for the uh, for the Orthodox world, he doesn't really do sit-down interviews at all. He, he likes, uh, prefers TV. Um. But, uh, you know, the magazine itself. Oh, he doesn't uh, thank do, God. you mean off of TV he doesn't do much? No, of, he doesn't of, do a lot of print media. You can check right. yeah, so that's not. You can imagine that with his skill set, he shines much better in the TV setting, right. you know, on camera. Right. Um, there's a fellow named, I'm sure you're aware of, Jason Greenblatt. Uh, yeah, sure. He's Trump's lawyer. He's, he's, his name has become, you know, you've heard it a lot. Oh, yeah. A lot of articles about him in recent weeks all across the, uh, all across the spectrum. He's just an amazing person. He's, he's really somebody that you have to get onto the show. He is bright and passionate and really he has his he has uh, trump's ear like few other people in the organization yeah we're in touch with him we hope to have him on oh, okay super and he's uh <clears throat> he's really uh, he wrote this book actually uh i referred to it in the article he wrote a guidebook on touring israel's families he's right. got six kids right. and his uh his uh you know it's a very good it's a season this this season the omar Smith season is really what he did is fantastic you see that he writes not only as a uh, as a professional but as somebody who really loves Israel, every stone in Israel, and you feel it in his book. So he, I became friendly with him a couple of months ago. We met for lunch through a mutual friend, and we just developed a, a close relationship and a friendship and a mutual respect, I hope. And uh, I guess at the same time, you know, they understood, the, the Trump people understood what the magazine represents in the orthodox slash Haredi world. What, what does it represent? You know, thank God, Baruch Hashem. You know, we've been around a while, so aside from being the largest magazine in terms of circulation... There is a certain prestige that comes with the fact that we, we almost created the brand of real responsible news journalism. That means that our news editor, Benjamin Rose, is a, a Columbia Journalism School graduate. Who, you know, we, we wasn't just another magazine of cutting and pasting uh, AP and UP stories, but every, every news article was things that we developed from the bottom up. We developed a very nice roster of contacts in the political world. So over the years, we got a lot of you know, heads of state, senators, politicians all the time, uh, steadily. And this is just interesting. I'm sure you noticed the same thing. Uh, news in the, in the, at least in the Haredi world, for sure. Uh, it used to be something we had a new section. You know, we talked a little bit about what was going on in the news. And, and for sure, in the recent electoral cycle, it's gone from being news to being a feature. That means the stories, people are so engaged and so into it. At least our readership, I've never seen this in 10 years. The level of involvement in education in, uh, in what's going on in the elections, in the, in the politicians, in the parties, and the differences between them and the issues is unprecedented. So I don't know well, if the Apple magazine alone could take credit for it. It's hard to keep people away from good entertainment, you know what I mean? But at some point it went from being just entertaining, you know, like, like the Yankees and the Mets are entertainment, and it became, you know, people are, are, I'm so impressed with people, they really get the issues. Uh, we're talking about people in Lakewood, we're talking about Hasidim, the people who we're in touch with all the time are following this, not only this election closely, even, you know, the local elections, people are engaged in a way that they've never been before. I also think that the politicians understand that, that we tend to have sort of a block mentality when we vote. That means if you can get 
you know, the, the Haredi community doesn't, it's not so splintered when it comes, they vote in pretty much en masse, you know, with exceptions, by community, by demographic. So they understand that this is a very good, uh, this is a demographic you could target, because if you get the first 200, then you have the next 2,000. Are you getting an idea already who the Haredi community is going to be supporting in November? It's a fascinating question. It's, it's a fascinating dilemma in a way. Um, you know, they have this visceral um, distrust almost of Hillary, right, the, the, the religious community because of Israel issues. You know, Trump has the advantage of being an unknown politically, right? That means she's already made her decisions. She's, she's been in politics. Well, he's also got the advantage of being in the party that the Haredi community generally votes with now. So. Right, right. It's true. And, but at the same time, and, and this is something we put on the table with the Trump people, some of his, uh, some of his personal conduct might have made them squirm in recent months, right? right? That's true. You know, the debates weren't always the kind of thing you could watch with your kids next to you. Right, that's true. So, uh, you know, his challenge or, or you know, what we, we, as media, it, it's, not, it's never our job to tell people what to think. We don't do endorsements. That's not what we do. We just try to give the, the candidate or whoever the subject of the interview is the chance to present themselves. Now, we don't do it in a negative light. We're not, you know, like some of the secular media is trying to trip them up always, trying to catch them. We're not trying to do that either. We're just trying to let them talk and be themselves. Yisrael Besser is with us, contributing editor of Mishpacha Magazine. He was responsible for the uh, cover story on Donald Trump. So what was the kind con- We only have a couple of minutes left. What was the conversation like? People, I'm sure, are fascinated by the fact that you got to sit down with him. What was it like? Um, okay, so first of all, he blew me away with, maybe to you this is no surprise, but with his graciousness, just as, as, as uh, you know, warm and funny and friendly and interested, really interested. Um, you know, so obviously he went to the, you know, his Orthodox daughter and son-in-law and grandchildren thing, which didn't really, that doesn't mean that much to the Orthodox voter. It's cute, it's trivia, but it doesn't really affect anything of substance, right? You know, it's a, it's a, it's a nice name drop if you want to win votes. In, in the religious community, it doesn't really mean anything. So the, the, the issues, you know, we discussed Israel. A very, in, he's very outspoken. A lot of his stuff he said at APEC already in his speech um, about Obama and Israel and Iran. Right. And, uh, and, you know, it was very interesting when we discussed uh, about, uh, I had just come back from Europe, from Israel actually, but I'd come via Europe. And, and you feel if you travel in the airports of Europe in Zurich, and obviously in Brussels and Frankfurt, if you go to Paris, you go through these airports, you feel the open animosity. And as somebody who travels frequently, I can tell you it wasn't like this two or even, even a year ago, it wasn't like this. Like, it's really at, at an all-time high. There's openness. People will make nasty comments to you. You feel like it's out there. It became okay to do that. If you see a visibly orthodox Jew, you can make a nasty comment. You could be. So I asked him, you know, he likes to talk about how, and maybe it's in fact like that, that the President of the United States has this ability to, so to speak, control the, the cultural temperament in the world. What would he do as President to help or to change the culture the way so he was very excited about the question, and what he kept saying is that if you, you know if you have a bully in the schoolyard who pushes a kid down and gets away with it, so he's going to go for a bigger kid, and he's going to keep trying to up the ante as long as he gets away, and the teachers are looking away, he's going to keep you know he's going to up his his acts of vandalism. So he said that the Obama administration has sent a message by not having Israel's back that it's okay, that's okay, you can get away with hurting a Jew or attacking a Jew. Wow. He says they're just going to keep trying until somebody comes down hard on them. So what he was saying is by America making it clear and being unequivocal in their in, the, in having Israel's back and being there and reacting quickly and, and forcefully, that the spillover effect will be the global culture towards individual Jews and individual Jewish communities. Interesting. That's actually an interesting answer. Israel Besser is with us. A couple minutes left. Um, the uh, He's very confident he's going to win, right? I mean, I guess anybody in his position would be, but 
the, the confidence is overwhelming when you speak with him, right? He said that, and that's how he ended up. He said, how do you think you guys are going to vote for me? And then he just, like, uh, you know, just to himself, he kept saying, we're going to win. We're going to win. Of course we're going to win. We're going to win big. <laughs> so, I guess, that, that's how he talks. I guess he's suggesting that it pays to vote for him if you want to be on the winning side. <laughs> right. Or what, he, what he's saying is, in, in a sense, and this is really um, what, what enables him to stand apart from the pack, is if he loses... It'll, you know, he wasted a lot of uh, time and energy and personal funds, but he's got a day job to go back to. Right. That means he's, he's all out. It's a Hail Mary. He, 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 you know, he, a normal politician is always thinking about the next step, right, and who he can afford to offend and, and who it's okay with because he needs to stay in power at all costs. And Trump doesn't have that ear about him. He's going to go for it his mm-hmm. way. And if he loses, he'll go back to doing what he clearly likes to do. Yisrael Besser, contributing editor, Mishpacha Magazine. He is, is, that a, is that an article available online now? That, that, that it's, uh, you know, yeah, it was, pick, oh, it was picked up by uh, even the secular media, you know, the, the Atlantic, Reuters. Uh, we, got some, we got a call from a Chinese station this week. They wanted to All right, so people, Israel's channel to ran it. People could search it, and they'll find it. Uh, they you, ran some audio from you, it, but it's, it's you, out there. Did you write for this week's uh, issue? I didn't know. I mean, the, you know, the usual stuff. No, I understand. Stuff, but not, not because there's an article this week about um, about uh, who would be his vice presidential nominee. Who right, would be his vice right. presidential nominee. Anyway. Uh, what are you working on now? What's your next project, your next big uh, feature? Next uh, feature in the magazine. Yeah, for you. Now, this is actually interesting. I was up, uh, you know, it's it's obviously much you come from Trump. It's uh, Everything seems a little bit more uh, limited by comparison. But I was up in Camp Agoda this week where you have Mayor Frischman retiring after 40 years at the home of, uh, of that camp. Oh, wow. And he also is the founder of AJCO, which is the Association of All the Orthodox Camps in the Mountains. Right. So, uh, you know, that was, it was a fascinating conversation. I'm excited I'm working on that piece, now working with a lot of the other camps, sharing their memories. All right, we'll take a look at that. Uh, Mishbacha Magazine, everybody. It's uh, Yisrael Besser, contributing editor. Thank you, Yisrael. Thanks for joining us this morning. I'm sorry for rushing, but we got to wrap oh, things up. Always a pleasure. So nice to speak to you. Have a great job. I appreciate that. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Time to say good Shabbos. Candle lighting at 744 in this Arab Shabbos Parshish Kedoshim. It's Kedoshim outside of Israel. Candle lighting 744. Journeys. It's time to say good Shabbos here at JM in the AM.